all this has happened before. And it will all happen again. But this time, it happened in London. Once upon a time, I fell in love with magic. And once upon a time, I fell in love with movies. And one day, we fell in love with each other. From family movie nights to family vacations. We believe everyone needs a bit of magic in their life. So we decided to watch through the entire Disney animated canon. And mix in some other magical movies along the way, like Harry Potter, Pixar, and some other family favorites. Each episode, we'll talk about the movies in the order they came out and talk about what makes them so magical including how you can experience the movie's magic on your next vacation. And we'd love to have you along for the ride. I'm Krista. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the Magical Movie Marathon. Okay, this is huge. This is huge. (laughs) Because outside of Mary Poppins, which is my favorite movie of all time, but especially my favorite Disney movie, Peter Pan is actually my favorite animated Disney film. Yeah, I always knew it was up there for you. It is very, my very favorite. High. I love it so much. I cannot wait to talk about this today. We're going to Neverland, you guys. We are going to Neverland. And before we go there, I have a little joke for you. Oh, a little Peter Pan joke. It better not be a dad joke. Okay. What kind of shoes do you wear to keep Captain Hook away? I don't know. TikTok Crocs. But um. (laughs) Yes, it is a dad joke. But can you blame me? I can't. And also, I have been converted to Crocs. I know they're (laughs) ugly, but listen, people weren't lying when they told me that it was they're comfortable in the parks. I'm I'm converted. Yeah. I've gone down the trail. Like I'm, I'm there. Okay. All right. Well, let's. Uh, this is not a shoe podcast. It is not. We're talking about Peter let's Pan. Let's go to Neverland. So let's, let's go to Neverland. Let's go to Neverland first with some trivia. Okay. Okay. So, I thought this was really fun, but originally the plan was for Nana to travel with the children to Neverland. Oh, I kind of wish she would have. Nana is my favorite Disney dog. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a big departure from the source material, but I do feel like we don't have enough of Nana in the movie. Because I love that scene where it's like, come on, Nana. And she's waving. And she's waving. Mm -hmm. Oh, my heart. Yeah. Okay, so Peter Pan was the last Disney animated feature film where the legendary nine old men worked together as animators. Mm. Now, if you're, you might not know who the nine old men were, but if you... I could probably name a few. Yeah, if you're really into Disney history, then like this is a a term you will hear Mm -hmm. all the time is the nine old men who were there from the beginning. So anyway, so this was the last movie that they all worked on together before some of them started retiring and all that kind of stuff. Because it's the best. Yeah. The character of Peter Pan actually influenced another fantasy author, J.R.R. Tolkien. Peter Pan was part of his inspiration for how he envisioned the elves in his Middle Earth books. 
So this is good timing because Kai and I have been going through those books yeah, for him for the first time. Yeah, it's not my cup it's, of tea. It's not your thing, so... but there's a connection. There's a connection. So well, Peter Pan is better. <laughs> anyway, we're not going to open that can of worms. All but, right. <laughs> um, and then uh, some people have noted that Alice and Wendy sound a lot alike. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Some people. Some people. And now... A history lesson. Hooray! Okay, so there's some really fun history, actually, for Peter Pan. It, it's shorter than Alice's history, but it's still really fun. Okay? I love this movie so much, so, like, I'm actually you interested in are, the history. You're going to love this. Okay. I'm just telling you. Okay. Okay, so All let's right. get into it. All right. All right, so Walt Disney first fell in love with the story of Peter Pan in 1913 when he saw a traveling production when he was a kid, he was 10 years old at the time. That's okay? precious. When his school put on their own version of Peter Pan. Was he Peter? Walt Disney. I'm dead. Starred in I it. I can't. As the boy who wouldn't grow up. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. I'm going to start crying. Okay, wait, wait. It gets better. Hold oh, on. Oh, Lord. His brother Roy was in charge of the block and tackle no, for, to I hoist can't. I can't Walt this. up for the flying parts. In the middle of the performance, <laughs> the rope snapped. Oh, no. And Walt later said, I flew right into the faces of the surprised audiences. <laughs> so he really did go for a flight as Peter Pan. I love this so much. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Walt started working to get the film rights back in 1935. And he actually considered making it the second film after Snow White. But it took a while to get the rights because Peter Pan author J.M. Barry had bequeathed the rights to the Great Ormond Street Hospital for sick children mm -hmm. there in London, which mm -hmm. we see that thank you to them at the beginning of the movie. Love yeah. That. So it took a while to kind of negotiate sure. that. And uh, Disney finally got the rights in 1939. Production on Peter Pan started as early as 1941, but it wouldn't really pick up again until 1947, once the finances for the studio had improved a little bit. And then the movie was released on February 5th, 1953, and it was a modest success at the box office when it came out. So, you know, not, not a huge hit, but it did make some money. Uh, it got mostly positive reviews from critics, though some people didn't like how it strayed from the original play, which I don't know. Like, I've read the play, and you have too. Yeah, actually. we've read and it to Kai. Like, yes, is it different? I, I really don't think it strays all that much. Like, there's they incorporate a ton all things from it. Like, it's pretty. It's actually pretty close. I think it's pretty accurate. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what those reviewers yeah. were talking about. Uh, again, all things considered, like, it's pretty close. It's not going to be perfect. No, but it's like, not. Come on. Yeah. Even so, it's still considered one of Disney's best known films from their animated canon. Uh, in fact, some people say that it's actually the most commercial Disney movie since it has had a theatrical sequel, Return mm -hmm. to Neverland, mm -hmm. and then a ton of spin-off Tinkerbell movies. A lot of Tinkerbell movies. Plus... This is going to get real personal. Are you ready? I'm I'm ready. The Disney Junior Show, Jake and the Neverland guys, Pirates. Guys, this one hits home. <laughs> let me tell you. For the whole first year uh, that we had Kai home, uh -huh. I mean, 
do 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 oh, yeah. da, 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 da. <laughs> like I can sing you he every word Jake. of Jake and the Neverland Pirate. Also, fun fact: he said Jake and Disney before he said Mama. True story. I think he was being a little bit of a turkey, but Dissy and Jay was Disney and Jake. Yeah. So, you know, Peter Pan makes frequent guest appearances he in, does. in that show. It's a great show. They need to bring that one back yeah, to Disney. Yeah, Junior. they really should. But uh but yeah, so there's our there's our history. Love history. It. Um, but let's get into personal history. Mm-hmm. So you just said this is your favorite. It's my favorite. Of the animated It canon. is my favorite. So when did you first see it? Little Girl. I saw it as a Little Girl. I grew up watching this movie. I was just always one of my favorites, even though, you know, I was a girly girl. It wasn't a princess movie. I just always had a connection to Neverland. I mm. loved the story so much. It was just always so captivating to me, so imaginative to me, I just, I just love it. I just love it so Clearly. much. I have so many feelings about it. <laughs> and it has become deeply personal to me. Like something, you know, I said to Kai, like people always say like, I love you to the moon and back. I've always said, I love you to Neverland and back. Yeah. And I tell him and I will do it same way to Micah is well, I always tell him the night before his birthday, like, I'm going to call Tinkerbell. We're going to Neverland. Like, I don't want you to grow up. Well, and Micah's room. Micah's is room is Peter Pan Neverland themed. Neverland themed. Mm-hmm. Like his sheets. His sheets. Big we map have of Neverland on the gorgeous wall. Gorgeous map. We should link this in the show notes to this Etsy shop. Amazing. This Elizabeth, I think, is her name. Incredible talents. Like, she has so many beautiful maps. And I have this giant one of Neverland, and it's my favorite piece in Micah's room. So, this has just always been a deeply personal story to me. I absolutely like, love and adore the theme of never growing up. I just love it. And you see that carried out through Walt's legacy of the way he made the parks. And just that theme of, like, when you go to the parks, like, you feel like a kid again. So much of our, like, you see it with Mr. Darling. Like, that imagination gets pulled out of you so much when you become an adult. And I know people make fun of Disney adults all the time. But I have to say, like, this is this is why. Like, we lose that spirit of imagination. And I just, I love this movie so much. Clearly. I do. I'm very <laughs> passionate about it. Okay. So I did not see Ugh. this movie until I was 19 or 20 <gasps> years old. It was. That is a shame. <laughs> here's part of why I watched it was the, I think it had just been re-released on DVD. Okay. Mm-hmm. And again, like late 2004, 2005, the reason I was willing to sit down and watch it was because the movie Finding Neverland had come out. I do love that movie. And also. I I loved that movie, but it's having so not good. grown up on Peter Pan, that was in some ways kind of my not maybe not my first exposure to the story, but I just was really interested in the backstory because of that movie. It's a great movie. So when I was uh, visiting back home at one point, you know, had gone home for some reason mm-hmm. from college. I was hanging out with some old friends from high school. They had the DVD of Peter Pan and they were like, hey, we're going to watch this. I'd never seen it before, but I was like, you know, I'm open to this. Like mm-hmm. I liked Finding Neverland. I, mm-hmm. I should actually watch this one. 
And and that was the first time I had I had ever, ever seen it. And did you love it? Um, so yes, <gasps> yes, yes, yes. Um, the correct I, answer is yes, because well, we are married. Okay, well, we're going to get into some we stuff are. here in a second. Okay. okay, but yes, I did really like it. It's very imaginative. Same as you. I love the themes in it. There's just some great characters. There's some really wonderful, beautiful things happening in this movie. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, we, we need to there's the we need to talk about something yeah. that Parents, you might want to skip ahead to the next part of the conversation because we're going to get into some of the like uglier things in this movie. Mm -hmm. Some of the, you know, some of the racism and cultural problems. So getting back to the first time I watched it, here I am sitting, watching it. Everything's great. Having fun, having a good time. And then suddenly we get into the follow. Well, no, before that, we get into following Mm -hmm. the leader. Okay. And mm-hmm. then we get into the presentation of mm-hmm. Native Americans. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting there like, what in the world am I seeing mm-hmm. right now? Actually, I'm not even thinking what in the world <laughs> is going on. I, I literally say it out loud. I look at my friends. I go, what am I seeing right now? And one of them even looked over at me and was like, yeah, this part's not great. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, so I will say my first viewing of it, like, started off really great. Like, oh, yeah, I see why this is a classic. Mm-hmm. I Like, this is so good. This is so fun. Mm-hmm. And then I was just, I was so thrown for a loop by that mm-hmm. part that it kind of, it did kind of taint that initial experience for me a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, now, I will say, I'm going to kind of tag on to that and balance it out a little bit, that I will say, while doing the research into the trivia, um, what was interesting was I found this interview with one of the animators who spoke years later on. Essentially, he was saying, at the time, a lot of their thinking was they wanted to present things in the movie the way it would be perceived by a little kid from Edwardian England. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we justified it at the time as, well, kids tend to operate on stereotypes and like mm-hmm. what they see presented to them. So our thought was, well, this is how a little kid would see a culture that they mm-hmm. haven't interacted with. And it's like, yeah, I kind of get where you're coming from with that, but that doesn't make it right it still. It doesn't make it right. But yeah. anyway... So all that to say that if you want to avoid how I felt the first time I mm-hmm. watched it, it, I think it is good if your kids haven't seen this before to have a conversation about that ahead of time. We did when we first we introduced did. it to Kai years we ago. Did. When Kai was little, we said, listen, like there is this movie is so great. It's a classic. There yeah. is a scene, one scene in particular, that song and the way that. Native American people are talked about and depicted is not okay. It's not right. And he still, to this day, like when that scene comes up, he goes, this is not right. And I'm like, yeah. "Yeah." But so again, I'm so thankful once again, that Disney just puts that cultural warning ahead of it so that we can have these conversations when we know better, we do better. Right. And so the acknowledgement is there. It doesn't have to cancel out all of the wonderful things that this movie and this story has, but we do acknowledge that, hey, these things 
are not okay. And so we need to talk about them. We need to talk about why they are wrong and move on from them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's complicated. It is. Obviously. And that's why it's worth the discussion because, because yeah, you have these frankly racist stereotypes in there, Mm -hmm. but then you also have an interracial kiss happening, which in some ways is kind of progressive. progressive. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. You know, and like you mentioned the following the leader scene, which yes, like there are problems with that too. But like one thing again seeing it from like a kid's point of view like if you notice the lost boys like this this is a game it's a game to them it's like a game playing. like we they kept they capture us they turn us loose we capture them we turn them loose like like it's this clear is, they have a friendly relationship right with and so like the Native Americans, yeah and so yeah still. so like there is that aspect of it of like they played together you know what i mean like and from a kid's perspective, like a lot of times, like, you know, kids are just being kids and they're like, okay, cool. Sounds good. We're going to play a game. Like, you know, they don't think about the deeper meaning of those things. Um, but it is, as you said, it's a mixed bag. There are some things that are like, okay. And then there are other things that are like, no, that is not good at all. Yeah. So you, as the parent get to decide, do we skip through this song entirely? Do we, right. you know, like, do we have the conversation and let it play? Like, that's what you get to decide as a parent. And, you know, hey, we're growing up and our kids are growing up in the time where that they don't have to fast forward a tape like we did. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you that, can easily skip that if you want to. Yeah. Because that scene, that same scene can also be problematic because you've got uh, John taking a puff of a piece pipe yeah there's other things happening yeah so it's kind of like there there could be other reasons that you need to have a conversation even outside of the cultural ones um but but yeah so i i I throw that in there to say i do love this movie but i also have conflicted feelings about it because of that part of the movie you know Mm -hmm. it really just kind of it takes a lot of the fun out of it for me but i but i still like the movie overall so yeah, anyway. I think you would feel differently if you'd seen it as a kid first. Yeah. And, and that does make a huge difference seeing it as an adult mm-hmm. and through the lens of understanding, you know, to some extent, at least like the the pain behind mm-hmm. the Native American community definitely made me look at the movie differently. So but anyway, all that to say, we have very different personal histories here again with we this do, movie. But overall, this is a family favorite. Like, Kai yeah. loves this movie. I love this movie. As I said, you know, yeah. we, we just have a lot of personal love and, and connections for it. Yeah. But anyway, so on that note, we'll go ahead and transition into our, our normal movie discussion. Mm-hmm. Lights. Camera. Action. Action. time to fly off to neverland yay <laughs> so get your pixie dust okay i got it Ooh. all right good. me and tinkerbell we're close <laughs> yeah. she gives me a lot of pixie dust yeah so on that note let's talk about favorite characters favorite scenes favorite parts of peter pan all of it <laughs> <laughs> okay let's be a little bit more specific okay so for me just i love so many of the scenes in this movie, but I think the one that I love the most is them actually like leaving the Darling House, flying over London, 
stopping at Big Ben and just like the whole process of leaving London and getting into Neverland. Like when mm. they first enter Neverland and they see it and they're excited and they're pointing out all the things that they've always wanted to see. Like that whole scene okay. is just perfection for me. Okay. And my favorite song is Happy Thoughts. Uh-huh. Think of the wonderful things. It's the same as having wings. I love that line so much, and I just love that whole song. And Micah does too. Micah does too. Yep. And that's yeah. I know, buddy. Any and favorite then, characters? Of course. Peter Pan. I do love Peter Pan. I think that he he is so much fun. My favorite character, though, who do I relate to the most? Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. I love Tinkerbell because. I love that she's a pixie, number one. Number two, she's... short? Yes. She... I'm only five feet tall, guys. So there's that. But also because Tinkerbell, she's got a little fiery side. She does. And I can get very passionate in the whole her turning red when she gets mad. Yeah. I think that that does happen to me non-verbally. No, more than (laughs) non-verbally. Like, it does happen. Yes. So I love her passion. <laughs> I feel her because I'm a very, I feel very passionately about certain things. As you just heard me go on and on about my love for Peter Pan and the themes surrounding it, I get passionate. And so I relate to her passionate, fiery side, but she's also so loyal, you know, like she protects Peter Pan, even though I know she does wrong, but like she still loves them and just like, sure. she's, she's my girl. I just love her. Okay. Kai, how about you? Favorite scene, characters? Obviously the sword fight for me. Oh, Oh, the battle between Pan and Captain Hook. Well, which one? Which one? Because there's multiple. Yeah, they have multiple. The last one, that's a really good one. The one on the Jolly Roger. Yes. Okay. But you have another favorite part, though, that you quote often. Yeah. Which one? Oh, Mr. Yeah. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> when they're in Skull Rock, Skull Rock. right? Mr. Smith. Yeah, you do that a lot. When Pan is imitating Captain Hook. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to try to save Tiger Lily. You do like that. Do you have a favorite song or a favorite character? Peter Pan, of course. Why is Peter Pan your favorite character? Because I have no idea he just really is. Because, number one, he's a lot of fun, too. He's a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun. Yes. It's like he likes to play games. And yes. you like to play games. And not stop. You know, we never really see Peter Pan rest much, so that's a good point. You do have a lot <laughs> yeah. of those same qualities. He's also a leader, and you're a leader. Yeah. I like it. Mm. Your turn, Dad. My turn. Um, so I've got a couple answers here. I, I do think overall my favorite scene is the one inside of Skull Rock. I don't know. I just like that whole sequence mm-hmm. where they're trying to rescue Tiger Lily and and he's tricking Mr. Smee into going backwards and forwards, which kind of leads into my next favorite thing. I love the dynamic between Captain Hook and Mr. Smee yeah. as a villain sidekick it's relationship. It's super fun. It's so good. Yeah. It's just all of their scenes together are just gold from the, the shaving The shaving scene, scene gets me the, every time. There's so many good moments between those two characters. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite song? I mean, You Can Fly is just iconic, yeah, I think. I, I just, 
I have a hard time comparing any other song in the movie to that it's, one it's because wonderful. it is the scene that goes with it, as you were describing, yeah. is just so great. Yeah, no, so, I love the You Can Fly song too. Yeah. It's up there. It's yeah. up there for me too. Yeah. I would say probably equal with mm-hmm. Think of the Wonderful Things. Mm. All right. So what about anything that we don't like as much in this movie or surprises us? Mm, we kind of already had that parental advisory discussion. Yeah, so we, we'll I've already shared mine. There. Yeah. Nothing that, like, surprises me necessarily or that, you know, anything that we haven't already covered that I don't like. I love this movie. Mm. Love it. Kai, what about you? Is there anything you don't like? The Indian part. Yeah. Yes, we yeah, discussed we, that. We yeah. discussed yeah. that. We discussed that, so you don't have to go over that, but right. we oh. did talk about how we yeah. have that discussion, right? Yeah. yeah, so let's get into things maybe we noticed this time that we've never noticed before since we've all seen this movie. A million times. A million times <laughs> And we point. will again. And we will again. Yep. Mm-hmm. It will all, it's all happened before and it will again. I've watched this movie so many times that I don't think that there's anything that I've like caught that I haven't necessarily caught before. I just love all the details in this movie. I was going to say one thing that I noticed, which you spoiled in the last episode, is Sorry. when they, when Peter Pan talks about taking the kids with him to Neverland, the darling kids, and they say, ooh, I want to see Mermaid Lagoon. I want to see the pirates. Like, they do get to do and experience those things in Neverland. And so I don't know why I had never caught that before in my Mm. millions of viewings of this movie. But that is something that I noticed this time. And also just, I love the process of Mr. Darling. And, you know, just like, ah, these kids, they need to grow up. They need to stop being so silly. And she needs to get out of here and stop filling their heads. Like, there's such a rush to grow up. Which is why, like, we tell you all the time, what, Kai? What do we tell you about growing up? I don't want to grow up. (laughs) (laughs) We tell you not to be in a rush for it, right? And so, yeah, yeah. I love Mr. Darling's process of, like, when he sees the Jolly Roger in the cloud. I remember it. At at the end, it makes him feel like a kid again. Yeah. And he realizes we don't have to lose our imagination and our love for stories and fun just because we're adults. And we have adult responsibilities. Like, we can still love stories and have fun and make those memories together and be an adult. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's fan theories that maybe Mr. Darling was... Uh, lost boy at one point no he wasn't but he i think he i think he did visit neverland that is a theory of mine for sure kai how about you anything you noticed this time you never have i did for some reason notice peter pan uses soap instead of trying to like stick it on Uh uh-huh yeah i i didn't know i just thought he i didn't know i i didn't know why he was using that like oh that's that's something a kid would do a kid would think oh i can i can put this back together with soap kind (laughs) of like how you think you can use your elmer's glue to fix things yeah yeah well but at least that is glue it is that's true (laughs) there's a soap it is anything else you noticed I noticed how, like, at the end, like, I didn't really notice this, but, like, when Wendy just walks right up to him, like, they're hardly paying attention to their dad. They mm-hmm. pay attention to their mom and Nana. They're, oh. like, they just walk right past him, like, oh. when When he falls, when <laughs> yeah. Mr. Darling Number, falls, yeah, when and he they falls go, and when he's, Nana. like, one day... Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, no one's concerned no about one's concerned. dad falling down. I can sympathize <laughs> With this, because anytime I stub my toe or hurt myself, 
all that I get is laughter. That is at true. My he expense. gets no sympathy. We all laugh, but you do have an affinity for like running into things and being clumsy. So that's why we laugh. But yeah, yeah. and you know, I do wish I had a, a dog like Nana. Yeah. She's up. she's my favorite Disney dog. Yeah. What about you? So this was something that I don't think I'd ever noticed before, which is that Tink only starts to distrust Wendy after Wendy offers to kiss Peter. Yeah. Okay. Like, to, well, hold on, hold on. But I'd never noticed, like, I, I guess in my mind, she like always came in kind of huffy. And so I have a theory here. I don't think that Tink is actually jealous of Wendy. Mm -hmm. I think she's protecting Peter from growing up because mm. kissing is something grown-ups do. And That's so as soon as that threat comes up, she's like, uh-uh, this is the boy who doesn't grow up. Like, you are not going to make him grow up. That's a good theory. So that's what I think. I don't think it's jealousy. I think it's protection. Yeah. All right, so let's get into our questions for Peter Pan. Yeah, I helped with one. You did. You helped, you with, helped two, with two, kind of, actually. Because yeah. you did kind of come up with the second question. I just Talk. modified it a little bit. You'll, you'll see. But okay. you did. The first question yeah. is yours. So the first question is, what is your happy thought <laughs> that you would think of to fly? Yes! Krista? Um, so I have a few happy thoughts that I would use. First, okay. I would obviously use you guys my family anytime i think of all my boys that is such a happy thought that definitely makes me want to fly and i would also use disney obviously <laughs> our disney trips is a happy thought for sure and my favorite holiday christmas mm -hmm. what about you kai mine would be um family too okay i've changed it I'm still sticking with Disney, but I'm changing it with gymnastics. Oh, okay. So okay. Disney and gymnastics? Yes. Those are all your happy thoughts? And family. And family, yes. Yeah. Got that. So family, Disney, gymnastics. Yes. Cool. Micah's milk. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. His, his for would, be would be bottles and Pooh Bears mm, and, and the Bear. Disneyland sing-along. Like you, it would be multiple happy thoughts, mm -hmm. but if I had to narrow it down to just one, it would be when I propose to you. Because none of this would have happened if That's that hadn't so happened. That's so true. We hadn't so, gotten married. Yeah. That so. was such a happy day. He did a really good job on the proposal, too. Just FYI. Yeah. It was very creative and personal and just the best. Yeah, I just told her, like, this is as good as it gets right here. Like, everything's downhill <laughs> from here on out. It was yeah. a whole process. <laughs> it was perfect. All right. So now... I didn't really prep you guys for this one, but no. Kai, like I said, this will feel familiar because you kind of gave me inspiration for this one. So this is going to be another multiple choice, Ooh. like we had a couple episodes, episodes ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So which area of Neverland would you most want to visit? So here's the options. Listen to them all before you just burst out. Okay. okay. A. Hangman's Tree, aka the Lost Boys Hideout. Mm -hmm. yeah. B. Mermaid Lagoon, mm -hmm. C, the Indian Camp, or D, the Jolly Roger. Yes. I'm going with B, Mermaid Lagoon. Really? Yeah. Over, over the Lost Boys Hideout. Yeah. Okay. I mean, listen, I love the Lost Boys, but like, 
I kind of feel much. They, I kind of feel <laughs> Wendy being like, guys, come on, come like down. get it together. It's a little claustrophobic. It's, it's in a little there claustrophobic. Too. It's a little rambunctious, but like the mermaids, even though you know they're a little clickish. Yeah. I'm. I would love yeah. to see. Yeah. A mermaid, yeah. and I would love to go and visit Mermaid Lagoon. Yeah, just okay. like that. So you line. and Wendy would be on yeah, the same we'd page. Yeah, we'd be on the same cause... page. Yeah, just like that line. You're just trying to drown her. Yeah, <laughs> you're just trying to drown. Her. Yes, that's yeah. the one. All right, All right Kai, Kai. What about you? So what about you? Do you need me to list them off again? Um, or... no, I'll go. The Lost Boys Hideout in the Jolly Roger. Well, yeah, no, you, you gotta pick, pick one. one. You what? have to pick one. One. Which one? Jolly Roger. You knew it. Jolly <laughs> knew, Roger. Yep. Knew it. Knew it. You got a little bit of pirate in you, don't yeah, you? Yeah, we talked about Jake earlier and your love for Jake and the Yar, Neverland Pirates for years. Yeah. Yeah. And then I believe I would also go with the Jolly Roger. Okay, really? That surprises me. Yeah, but more of like the Jolly Roger once it's been taken over by the Lost Boys. Yeah. Because then it flies. And of course. that's awesome. Like, and it turns to gold. Yeah, like, why wouldn't you want to go right? there at that point? So so I do have a condition, I okay. suppose. I need the rejuvenated gotcha. Jolly Roger. Okay, fair so, enough. But yeah, so, uh, you know, talk with your family members. Where where in Neverland are you going to book your, uh, your stay? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the parks. Okay, Krista, take us to Neverland. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Okay, so, um, I mean, guys, this is just, let's just say, what what's one of our first stops at Magic Kingdom always? I mean, it's got to be Peter Pan's it flight. It is Peter Pan's flight, yep. my friends. There's it's kind always of a, one of the first things it is, you book on Disney, or not Disney Plus, on Genie, on Genie Plus. Plus. Get it right. Disney Plus <laughs> is what we watch. Genie Plus is what we use in the parks. Um, yeah, it is one of the first things I book in the morning for Genie Plus because it sells out really fast. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, But also because it's our favorite, one of our favorite rides. It's one of my favorite rides in all of Fantasyland. I would wager to say probably ever at Disney. This is one of my favorite rides. Um, so you can ride Peter Pan's flights, hop aboard the Jolly Roger and take it away up, up over London and to Neverland. Second start second of the ride, ride straight on, straight till, on morning. till morning. It is the most magical. I love it so much. I love it so much. So you can ride this both at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. It is an any height ride, so the whole family can enjoy it and go to Neverland together. Um, the versions are slightly different. Again, I will say, since we just recently rode this at both parks back to back, um, yeah. uh, Disneyland is my favorite version. Disneyland's my favorite version, too. It's so good. I mean, I love them both, and I would like, you will never see our family skip this ever <laughs> and also there's kind of a joke like if you're on the internet you might see a meme going around at some point because it is kind of a running joke that like literally everything else in the park could be a 20 minute wait but peter pan's flight <laughs> will still be like 80 minutes line. like it'll be yeah. if it's like literally like you never see this ride 
Very rarely do you ever see it yeah. under 60 minutes, much less anything else. I would wager to say it's usually 80 or 120, which is why we always use Genie Plus for it. But sometimes you can view rope drop or whatever, but you know, it is the best. We love it so much. Yeah. So like the ride can break down and you will see people just stay in line because they're just they're like, fine, care. the rest of yeah. y'all can get out. Great. You're making the line shorter for me yeah. when they have it going 100%. again. <laughs> so a, a quick note is um, Peter Pan's slide at Disneyland is not available as an attraction to book a lightning lane for on Genie Plus. So I just want to make that really clear since we've been talking about that. Just a little side note, a little extra pro tip for you there is you cannot book Peter Pan's flight at Disneyland as a lightning lane as of the right. release of this episode. Sure. So just an FYI heads up for that. That's one we always rope drop at Disneyland, but at Disney world. Yes, you can. I will also say again, you know, the versions are slightly different. So is the queue. I will say while mm-hmm. the ride itself, Disneyland version is my favorite. The queue is best at Disney world. It's a pretty cool queue. It's cool because so at Disneyland, you know, the queue is really outside. Like you just go through a few lanes outside and then you're right there at Disney World. I think what's deceiving to most people is all they see is the outside queue and they don't realize that you actually have to go into the building. And so it's very deceiving because you look at that line and you're like, that can't be 80 minutes, but they don't see the fact that like, oh no, it weaves around and you it go weaves inside, inside the Darling's yeah. house. So <laughs> I will say if you do ever go through like the regular standby queue, it's great. Like it is highly entertaining. The queue itself is entertaining because there's so many beautiful details in it. You are going into the Darling's house. If you, there's so many fun details, so many interactives in the queue. Also, if you have the Play Disney app, there's a great game on the Play Disney app that you can play in the queue as well. And you can see Tinkerbell and some things. But that's my take on Peter Pan's flight. But it's a must, guys. It's a must. At Disneyland, of course, once again, I'm going to mention look for Peter Pan and Tinkerbell on It's a Small World at Disneyland. You can also see them. They have one of my favorite floats in the Festival of Fantasy Parade. Festival of Fantasy Parade at Walt Disney World. There's a great float. You can see Peter Pan. You see Wendy. You see the Lost Boys. You see Captain Hook. You see Mr. Smee. And you might even get to see TikTok Croc. <laughs> Just waiting for you to like pipe in. No, no I okay. don't have anything to contribute here. Okay. But. <laughs> all right. You personal memories to contribute. We've seen all of this. Goodness. <laughs> Like, I've never taken you to Disney. My (laughs) word. Also, at Disneyland, again, I'm very excited for this is coming back soon. At the time that we are airing this, it's not quite back yet, but it will be here in just a couple of weeks. The Magic Happens Parade is coming back to Disneyland, and you can see several of these characters as well. Also at Disneyland is the beloved Main Street Electrical Light Parade my heart because I grew up seeing this parade and for some reason every time it's returned to Disneyland we somehow miss it like I think we're gonna get to see it and then it like goes away before we get there so I'm very sad about that but 
in the Main Street Electrical Light Parade, which is a fantastic parade, there is an incredible Peter Pan float where you can see several of these characters, Tinkerbell especially. Also at Disneyland, if they ever bring back Paint the Night, it is an also an awesome nighttime parade at Disneyland and, and Tinkerbell has an incredible, super fun float. Now for characters, let's talk about where we can meet these characters. Yes. You can meet Peter Pan. You can meet Tinkerbell. You can meet, I'll get to actually, I'll get to the special events here. Let's, let's stick with Peter Pan and Tinkerbell and actually Wendy too. I'm going to throw her in there because she does come around at Disneyland. I have never seen her at Disney World other than in I've parades. Seen her at Disney World. Yeah, parades. Parades but. you do see her. I've never seen her out to me as a character at Disney World. If you've ever met her at Disney World, and I'm talking recently, not 20 years ago. If you've ever met her at Disney World recently, please let me know because I have not seen her. However, you can meet Peter Pan um, at Disney World usually you can find him around Peter Pan's flight. He usually has like a little area, a little meet and greet over there. In all the years that we have been going to both of these parks, you guys, we miss Peter flies to Neverland every time we get up there. He's always on an adventure. Well, that or, I mean, this last time, we had the opportunity. We were like, "Hi, let's go meet." Oh Peter yeah, Pan. and he and chose to ride the ride. Yeah, he he was kind of in a he was in he a was mood. in ride mode. He was in not ride mode. mode. So we didn't stop that yeah. time. But Peter Pan, you can typically find him around Peter Pan's flights. Um, you can check the app for that. But you know, he's an adventurer. You can't tie him down. He's always flying in and out of Neverland and seeing all kinds of things. So, um, if you can catch him. He's a he's a fun one to meet at Disneyland. Tinkerbell actually has her own meet and greet. You can go see her in Pixie Hollow over in the Fantasyland area. And then sometimes you can actually see Tinkerbell. I've seen her at Epcot at Walt Disney World. You can see her every now and then again, not super recent on that one, but definitely at Disneyland, Pixie Hollow, she's got her own meet and greet there. Wendy, you can also see walking around Disneyland. One thing about Disneyland is characters walk around all the time. So you just kind of have to catch them. Um, and Wendy is one that I have seen with Peter Pan walking around Disneyland. So you might get to meet her there as well. But I've never seen her at Disney yeah. World. And I've seen lots of really funny videos online of Peter messing with other characters. Oh, Peter does like it all the time. He does it all the time. All the other characters all the time. he runs All across. the time. Yeah, he's so <laughs> much fun. Okay, so let's talk about, again, going to back to those special events. Where do you think we're going to see Captain Hook? I am assuming that it's got to be, he's a villain. He's, he's a he's villain. one of the favorite villains. A favorite. I would say. Yep. So, I mean, we got to be talking about Halloween. Yeah, right? we are. So, you definitely can see good old Hook, good old Captain Hook at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. He is there. You can see him in the stage show. You can see him in the parade. Sometimes he's also out, um, even not in special events. I have seen him over at Peter Pan's flight area at Disney World before to do meet and greets. Again, that's every now and then. I wouldn't bank on that, but he's definitely out during Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. You can see him in the 
Boutique Parade and at the stage show. You can also see him at Oogie Boogie Bash. We saw him in the parade and also Disneyland. at Disneyland. Yeah. Yes, at Disneyland, at Oogie Boogie Bash, you can see him in the parade. And then also we caught a glimpse of him. We didn't get to go up and meet him, but Mr. Smee was out at Oogie mm-hmm. Boogie Bash at yeah. Disneyland this year. Um, we didn't get to go say hi to him, but we saw him from a distance and waved. So sometimes, again, those special events and, you know, you can see like Very Merry Christmas Party, Peter Pan and, and um, Wendy are in the Very Merry Christmas Parade, you know, so you can see these characters throughout the parks. And then my most favorite moments that I really, I struggle with even saying this because I just, if you've never been to Disney before, I want it to be a surprise. Well, then maybe modify it and not okay. spoil it. Completely. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah. I'm just going to say, make sure you're looking up at Cinderella's castle during the fireworks at Magic yeah, Kingdom. There's a special appearance. A special appearance yeah. may occur. You might just want to just make sure you're paying attention. Yeah. Usually when it says you can fly. Yeah. Make sure you're paying attention and have some happy thoughts ready. Definitely. Yeah. So those are your park connections for Peter Pan. All right. Let's go. To Neverland. Time for a pro tip. Since I mentioned that one of my favorite scenes in the movie is whenever they're flying over London, I also wanted to go ahead and put out there Adventures by Disney. I have mentioned this in a few other episodes. If you've listened to the podcast, you've heard me talk about Adventures by Disney before. They're different trips from the parks, but still a great way to experience other cultures and travel internationally and you can experience some of these places that are you know the movies take place in and so I wanted to tell you that there are a few adventures by Disney trips where you can explore England so you can do an England and France adventures by Disney trip there's also a really incredible exploring the British Isles that includes exploring a little bit of London Um, there's a London escape that's only three days that you could tack on other things to so definitely something to consider and check out if you are someone who's like I I definitely want to go to London one day that's something that's been on our bucket list for a long time and so that is another way that you could experience kind of the story of Peter Pan. Go see some of those iconic things in London with an Adventures by Disney trip. Hope you were hooked to our conversation today and that you never, never grow up. And if listening to our podcast gives you happy thoughts, then please take a minute to leave us a five-star review on your podcast app. Next time, grab a plate of spaghetti and meatballs for a bella note when we talk about Lady and the Tramp. See you once upon another time. Magical Movie Marathon is a production of Wardrobe Media in partnership with Spoonful of Jordan. It is produced, edited, and hosted by Krista and Jonathan Jordan. Krista is an authorized travel agent for Share the Magic Travel, LLC. You can contact her through the link in our show notes or by visiting spoonfulofjordan.com slash travel. Jonathan is married to her. 
Magical Movie Marathon podcast is not affiliated, sponsored, or endorsed by the Walt Disney Corporation or its subsidiaries, nor NBC Universal or its subsidiaries, nor Warner Brothers or its subsidiaries. The views expressed are solely those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions, standards, views, or policies of the aforementioned corporations or their subsidiaries. Any mention of Disney, NBC Universal, or Warner Brothers properties, intellectual and otherwise, is strictly for informational and educational purposes only.